Are you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you, the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Today, my featured guest is White Dove Gannon. Yes, you heard me correctly. Her first name is White Dove. Sounds beautiful. She's going to tell us a, a little bit about that. She is a business development mentor, strategist, speaker, and podcast host for entrepreneurs and business owners who are determined to defy the status quo, control their life, and build an impact-conscious company. She's also the founder of The Female Entrepreneur Movement, where she teaches women entrepreneurs how to navigate digital product creation in business so they can shortcut the learning curve and build a sustainable business model. So if you're struggling with product creation, ladies out there, listen up. Put your, your headphones on really super tight. Stay here for the entire show because White Dove already told me she's got a gift for you at the end of the show. So you want to stay for the whole thing. In addition to her 20 years of financial experience, White Dove majored in business and accounting. She has also started and owned two successful businesses that reached over six and seven figures. Today, she lives in Denver with her husband and five children. She's a mommy like you, where she continues to teach and inspire entrepreneurs every single day. White Dove, welcome to your first 100K. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Ah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today and, and talking to the world again. Uh, my name, I will just start right there because I know it's going to come up as a question, but my name was given to me by my father two months before I was born. It would have been Eddie Jr. if I was a boy but he wanted to stir the pot a little bit and have something outrageous and thought it would be fun to name a girl white dove and so there you have it i'm white dove and uh it has it has been quite an icebreaker for me my entire life i like it so you can find her at white dove hyphen gannon g-a-n-n-o-n.com white dove hyphen gannon.com white dove take a minute Share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. I struggle daily still. Every single day, I will jump into the thought process of wondering if what I'm doing, the direction I'm going, or the, the ideas that I allow my creative, the part of me that loves the creative creativity, if it's going in the right direction. But I do find that um, 
there's a lot of peace in letting go of that, but I don't show up that way. I show up strong for those that need to hear the strength. But I do struggle myself with wondering if I'm on the right path. My faith does fall into that, but that's a different conversation for a different day. However, understanding that you will be in that place on a regular basis is half the battle. Knowing how to navigate it is the other half. Mm. Man, look at you going first, being all vulnerable like. <laughs> that was awesome. Startup Nation, do you wake up every day putting on the mask and showing the world how tough and courageous and bold you are, but deep down on the inside, you're all crumpled up like a little piece of paper? And you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. I just don't know how to do this. Listen, I come onto this show every single week for you and I don't have a clue what I'm doing. Okay. Okay. Let's just put that out there. Um, yes, I'm having some fun with you, but I agree with White Dove. It's like sometimes we show our strength for others around us because they need inspiration or encouragement. Maybe it's our own family. Maybe it's our friends. But on the inside, we're like, someone, please encourage me. I need it too. All right. So Startup Nation, that's why I'm here for you every single week to encourage you by bringing on amazing guests with incredible, awesome names like White Dove. All right, White Dove, let's get into business, girl. You, you started the female entrepreneur movement. Other than you being a female, what was your motivation there? Why, why are you leaving all us men out? I just don't get it. It's just unfair. So let me check you on that. I'm not leaving you guys out. I share a lot of information you guys can also glean from all over my social, my website and everything. So I don't leave you guys out. I actually love my male uh, counterparts in business. But what I found very, very prevalently is that women didn't, didn't take the opportunity to show up strong like they can be. And I wanted to encourage women to show up in the business to put down the mompreneur idea and say, and quit saying it's just a hobby. You've got a business, you're contributing to your family, you're contributing to your community, you're contributing to the world. You have a message. And I wanted women to show up in business and be strong and understand that they can make that difference and they already are making that difference. Then inside the, the female entrepreneur movement, my podcast originated from that, you know, the Fem Nation podcast, because I want women to acknowledge the successes that they have measured to this point that they may have forgotten. Like what? Could you give us some examples of things we may take for granted? Reaching milestones, being able to stay home, speaking for the female entrepreneurs out there, being able to build a business and stay home with your children, to be able to have that desire and to be able to fulfill it to be supported in having a dual life like that. Instead of it being one versus the other, you can have both. And to my business women that work outside of the home, to be able to afford their family, what it is that they longed for to create and the harmony that they created inside of their family. So I'm not saying one's better than the other. My choice was based on how I wanted to raise a family and how I wanted to be in business. And I had a business, we had our, our big business, the seven figure business outside of the, the home uh, early on in our family. But at the same time, so there are two different perspectives there and they are both neither wrong 
neither are right for one and right wrong for another. But at the same time, I want women to understand that listening to the stories and hearing the successes of everyday success, not the big top earners out there successful, the everyday successes that you are successful, your message is getting through, you are changing lives and you are making a difference. I really like that you're bringing that up. It's I think that's part of why I started this show, your first 100K rather than your first 1 million. Mm -hmm. It's, listen, 90% of entrepreneurs are struggling to get to the 100K mark. 90%. Yeah. Why are we giving all this energy to the 10% who get through? Like, I don't get it. We're leaving out everybody else. And it's like, I really wanted to say, listen, you could have a great life making six figures. You don't need to make seven figures. In totally. fact, research and science shows that once you get over a certain uh, monetary income amount, whether it's 75 to 120,000 per year, depending on where you live in the U US or abroad, but 75 to 120,000 per year, your happiness level peaks at that point, and then it starts to decline which simply means the more that you accumulate and gather, you now have more responsibility, more stress because you can lose it. Right. right? So it's like, if you have that diminishing return, once you hit that, that peak mark, why not stop there? Why not make a hundred K or 120 K be prudent with your spending. Don't overindulge. Don't build the lifestyle that's bigger than your needs. But like, I mean, we just got back right from a three day, uh, sorry, four day birthday weekend for my wife and wife in the Tennessee mountains and like just going out and having fun. One of my clients, she does once a month, her and her family go on vacation. So she has 12 vacations a year. She's prudent with her money. So I just wanted to put that out there. What do you want to say to that white dove? Because I know you have a lot of financial background and expertise. Is that, am I full of crap right now or? What do you want to say? You're absolutely spot on. And here's the thing. Think of the difference that you can make in, in the world that you uh, live in every single day. Think of the difference you can make at six figures. Think of the difference that you can make at an additional $60,000 in your family. Think of the difference that you can make at $80,000 in your family. And then hitting those benchmarks, anything past, again, that 120000 is going to be a different beast to deal with. We don't know what we don't know until we reach that point. I have reached that point, and I also, my accounting business uh, hit six figures very easily the first year that I really went into it, and I realized that I didn't, I didn't want it. I don't want employees. I don't want a big team. I was, it was taking me away from exactly what I was trying to build it for, which was to me, my importance is being present for my children. And so in doing that, I had all the, the metric markers of success in that business. I had great clients. I, I had an office, beautiful office. I had employees and then employees would be like, oh, I can make a buck more an hour over here, even though I was paying them excellent money to be with me. But then I started seeing this rotation. I thought, no, this is not the business model I want to work in. So I thought, okay, great. Six figures don't mean anything to me quality of life and living authentically in my purpose means more to me than any six figures. It means more to me than $50,000 does. That's why I won't compromise to live and, and deliver and to be called to do what I'm doing 
to stand steadfast in that because the money will actually flow and you will see that it starts to come to you and not in the woo-woo type where if you manifest it, I'm not, I'm not that way. You've got to work your butt off. The numbers will give you some back end um, reflection of what's working, but you have to make sure that you're moving forward in that. And it will. And most women are able to move forward. We just don't look back at the information to see where we're going, but 50 to a hundred thousand, doesn't matter if you're on the wrong lane, you're not going to love that either. Mm. So powerful. My last business, it's like, well, not just my last, several of the businesses, I was in the wrong business model where I remember my first business, I worked 110 hours per week. Yes, we hit $2 million in 12 months. Great. Like pats on the back, right? Lots of accolades, but I had no life. I was miserable. Right. I remember I started to form some addiction habits and stuff just to cope with what I was feeling on the inside, which was going home miserable every day. Right. So to your point, what's the point? What's the point of chasing all the money? But here's the thing. The whole industry is pointing us, oh, you want the millions. You want the millions when in fact the science shows your happiness declines when you get to the millions. It doesn't increase and constantly continue like to this nirvana type of experience here on planet earth. But after 120K around there, it starts to go down. And so does your, your lifestyle. And I'm not just talking about your material goods. Your material goods could go up, but your lifestyle and the things that actually matter to you, your relationships, your family relationships start to go down because now all of a sudden you've shifted your attention onto the things that actually don't matter. What, do you, what else do you want to add to this conversation? And then don't worry, Startup Nation. I'm going to get all the financial questions and stuff. <laughs> and we're going to get your tips and strategies so you can chase the millions and give me the middle finger and say, Joseph, I'm going for it anyway. Great. Do it. I did it. Right? Right? White Dove did it. But maybe you haven't got there yet. So you have to go and hit your head against that wall. Great. Have fun. Get the big bump you know, that you can look in the mirror at and be like, I'm never doing that again. Right. All right. So what do you want to say, White Duff? I can tell from experience, straight up experience, that we had our uh, big business. We had a construction business, my husband and I, in our 20s. And we made multiple seven figures in that business. And I can promise you right now that that money was great and it bought us time, but not in the right direction. Because the thing was, is we still had to deal with the underlying issues that money was able to pacify because we were able to entertain ourselves and we weren't flagrant by any means. We just didn't, we didn't want for anything. We didn't have to struggle. And there's a, there's a, a very holistic piece, a centering piece of a little bit of struggle, no matter where you're at, that makes you see perspective. And I don't wish struggles on anyone at all. I have my fair share of them every single day. We all have struggles, but I can tell you in that in our twenties, we didn't have to deal with things. We didn't have to work on specifics until we closed that business down in our thirties. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, wow, now what? I don't like this, or I'm not sure. Why did, I, why did we never deal with this before? You know, And nothing that wasn't over, uh, possible to overcome, but at the same time, we didn't have to look at it then because we were able to just keep feeding the machine, keep chugging along. So it was good in a, in a uh, sense where that I am able to have to speak 
forward to what it looks like when you do have multiple seven figures. But at the same time, I also can say there is a blind spot that we don't know. And if we don't understand that that exists, we don't work in the service. So be holistically you right now, be authentic to who you are. And then when that money starts making a difference, you can start make a difference. And then it goes in a different direction and becomes so much more sustainable, but also so much more um, with integrity and in who you are. But I wanna leave, I wanna, on this, this particular subject alone, I wanna leave the listeners with one thing. If you desire a particular number, ask yourself, what is that number going to achieve for you? Because it's ultimately not that number. And I know this has been said before. It's not necessarily that number. It's what that number can achieve. I agree with you on that. All right. So you help ladies with product creation, right? I do. Is it only digital products? Digital products. Yes. Okay. So digital product creation. So let's get into the business and strategy side of that. What specifically can you help my listener with right now? Because we just did all the feel-good stuff. We just tugged on their heart. We smacked them upside the head a little bit. Um, but we don't want to leave this conversation without saying, okay, here's your three steps to take. Mm -hmm. um, so give us your top three tips or strategies uh, specifically for digital product creation um, mm -hmm. that can help my listener get to their first 100K and beyond. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to target 120 don't go past 120 startup nation. Warning, right. warning, don't do it. Okay, 119. go ahead. 119. <laughs> 119 is the target. So uh, the top three tips, and I learned this early on, um, really diving into myself. Top three, th three tips in digital product creation is you're going to have to have an audience, obviously, because in the digital world, you, there's so much telling us that we have tons of knowledge, tons of templates, tons of everything that's going to show us how to create the thing. But you still need to have people to sell it to. But here's a business, often forgotten business piece, is if you're not selling, you're not in business because you have to generate revenue. So as we're taking four months to figure out what our eight-week course is going to look like, how we're going to make it all sexy and beautiful and make it look like some of those top earners out there, but make it feel professional in our own minds, we forget the fact that we still need to do something in the meantime so we can start smaller. But my three tips are to show up, give value and sell every single day, every day. Momentum builds businesses. And once you get that eight week course built in the next four months and you haven't been building momentum in the meantime of talking about the outcome that you can deliver the solution that you provide in this knowledge that you have that you're putting together for people to digest, you're not gonna have anybody to sell it to, then you have to start then. Then you feel this 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 yo-yo of, up and down and uh, success and failure and think, okay, nobody's buying it. Well, we didn't build that train. We didn't build, you know, we didn't fill it with coal. We didn't start this locomotive going as we were building it along the way. But it doesn't need to be salesy in the spammy, in the spammy version. There's a lot of that. And so many of us, men and women included, so many of us, we know the ugly ways of sales and the spammy ways of sales, and we automatically go to thinking of that as being sales. It doesn't have to be that. If you give value and you authentically and with integrity give to your audience, speak to them, deliver to them, um, resonate with them, start the conversation, you will see it return to you in 30 days. I guarantee in 30 days, if you showed up every single day for 30 days you're going to see the momentum build. I hear you. 
now I'm going to put on the mask of one of my listeners. And I'm going to say, White Dove, I don't like getting on camera. I don't like remembering to post content every single day for the next 30 days. I have mm-hmm. kids. I'm doing those things that you and Joseph just smacked me over the head with. I'm putting my family first and, and my friends and doing a little, you know, uh, time for myself, et cetera. And yes, the money's important to me. And yes, uh, you know, we're struggling a little financially with our bills, but I don't want to be like one of these people I see on Facebook that has to throw up ads and show up and do a Facebook live every day. I'm just, it just doesn't fit my lifestyle. What, how do I show up, give value and sell every day in that scenario? So I'm going to, I'm going to go right back to the second one. You said posting content. So in posting content, that means in our minds, because I see this frequently that we think that we have to batch a bunch of one-liners, two-liners, couple paragraphs, or blog posts, or whatever. There's many different forms of how you can show up with content every day, but I want to remove that post content because we think that we have to put it out there as just, you know, checking off another to-do box for the day. That is not the type of content that's going to build you momentum anyways. You need to be emotionally attached to your audience and the perceived audience that you would love to draw in. You're not going to get eyes on your stuff immediately, but it's not for that because your message, what you are changing the world with, how you are showing up and the content, the, um, the digital product that you are bringing that's going to produce changes for people, you want to tell the world that these changes do exist and these are how you, you create them. Now, building the momentum, there are people that will come back in two months and they will scroll you they will check you out and they'll just be like, whoa, that resonated. Whoa, wow. And you'll look back and be like, oh, someone liked that post. Interesting, what was that post? And you'll see it's a year ago and you're like, whoa, that was really cool. So you need to not get hung up in what you're trying to say, talk at the people, but talk from your heart, the changes that you know in the voice that you are without thinking of it as another box to check off. Speak as, you, as if you would having coffee with someone and it telling them what you're doing. That's the content you want to post because we've got a ton of the other content and nobody's listening to that. I can promise you that. Okay. So I think you really uh, landed that plane when it came to comes to show up uh, with emotional content that really speaks to your own personal experience and the experience of your audience. Uh, number two, give value. Um, okay, I'm putting the mask back on of one of my listeners and I'm gonna say, well, White Dove, I, I mean, how do I know what value to give or what you know, what is value to my audience? Do I just go on and just share emotional stuff about my day? And here's what I'm struggling with. And here's what's going on. Like, how do I, how do I connect that with like, putting in an actual thing that someone takes away from, um, and then goes and takes an action in their life that just changed their life and made their life a little better. So I'm going to go against a little bit of the thought process out there in the digital world right now with the answer for this. And then a lot of people say to give the what and the where, but they don't talk to you about giving the how because you upsell to the how. I'm going to tell you right now, you can tell everybody exactly how you do things and they will still want to work with you. 
It's a mindset shift that we think that we have to hold the gold nugget for people to come to us. That eight week course that you're wanting to build out that you're working on and you are putting your, your heart and soul into, I want you to take pieces of that how and something that's in lesson one, module one of what you're wanting to create. If you have an outline of that, I want you to tell somebody how you came to that, how you know that that's a how. Give them the how because in giving them the how, you are standing in integrity, you are paving the road for them, but it will be recipro uh, reciprocal. I was going to say reciprocity, but that's the wrong term, but it, reciprocal. They will come back to trusting you and you want to build that know, like, and trust. That's part of building an audience is obviously the know, like, and trust, but we don't have to constantly think we have to make it in a freebie or we have to put it in a downloadable PDF because we're doing that in exchange for someone's email so that we can bait them later. That's the general consensus inside of the online digital knowledge space is that we, everybody says, go create a free PDF, get, you know, get a, get some way to build your list. I say give first, give first, because when you give people will want to listen. And when you show up differently than what is going on out there, people will want to listen because we want authenticity. We want integrity and we want to believe in, someone that's willing to stand up and do it right without it being the spammy version. So in the how, give the how. Talk about one thing that maybe your day, you had something first thing in the morning, like, you know what, I'm gonna talk about this because this is transparent. This is not, and, I, and vulnerability, let me check that real quick. Vulnerability for the sake of vulnerability is not a, a, a method. Being authentic is really the method that I'm talking about. So sharing something, there are things that I don't share about my personal life just because it's not, it doesn't fit the narrative and it's not necessary to share. Now I may share them in some other medium, but not, not in a, 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 you know, a five paragraph post that talks about you know, how this was terrible for me to the day, but this is how I overcame it. Not quite like that. Be uplifting, but give with your heart. Give them the how and they'll watch you. And as they watch you, they're going to learn from you. And as they learn from you, they're going to start to know, like, and trust you. And then when you have a crazy, amazing PDF for them to opt into, they're not going to worry about what you're sending them on the back end of that email recapture because they're going to believe you. Okay. Number three, sell every day. Putting back on my mask of my listener. How do I sell every day when I don't like selling or I don't want to sell or I don't know how to sell or everything I've been doing that I think is going to work isn't working? They're not taking action. They're not signing up with an email. They're not taking any of my offers. Uh, they're not watching my, my stuff. Like, how do I sell every day when my results, the results I'm seeing is that it's not working. I would ask you to tell me and what measure of time you're expecting to see the results. Momentum builds over time. So in that, you are, you're not showing up to spam them with a sale. You're showing up to let them know that you do have something for them, but they are actually watching you. They are actually seeing what you're doing. I post every single day on my personal profile that's completely open to the public. And I have people that have never liked my stuff, have never commented on my stuff, and will turn around and message me and say, this is for me, I've been watching you, you're spot on with that, where do I sign up? I didn't know they were watching me. 
I had no idea. But again, that's, I need to not get in the way of the message. I know that there's a message to put out there. I put the message out there. I know that I have a solution that parallels with that. And I do say, hey, guess what? This is what I share in this. If it's your free PDF or something, give them the option to see that free PDF. If they want to extend the conversation for entrepreneurs that are very early on, tell them to just send you a messenger message. Have a conversation with them there if they have any questions about what you just shared with them. That is encouraging the conversation. That is encouraging the sale in the long run. So you're showing up, you're giving them a call to action, and that's the sale. Powerful. Thank you for answering those questions. All right, Startup Nation, how did I do? Did I, did I ask the right questions? If you got other questions, reach out to me if you want me to ask my guests some questions that are deep on your brain right now. All right, you could find White Dove at whitedove-gannon.com. And we're about to get into my favorite part of the show, the hustle round. But before we do, before we get in and pick the White Dove's feathers a little bit, um, I want to uh, just put this out there to you from an authentic place. Uh, some of you know what I do as a spiritual coach and a relationship coach. And I really get to see firsthand with my clients um, so many individuals that are just killing it in business. Like they're way past the 120 mark. Like for sure, they're in the sevens and eight figures and they're going home miserable. They're the 20 year old version of me and just where I was back then. And I get to help them um, pick up some of the, uh, fix some of the wreckage, the, the human wreckage in our relationships, right? Because if you look back on your life, Startup Nation, there's a cost to chasing money. There's a price to pay for success. And unfortunately, most of the time, it's a human cost. It's a human price. It's a relationship price, either with our spouse or with our kids, so if you have one or more relationships in your life, family relationships, business relationships that you really want to fix in the next 30 days, that's what I offer is coaching to help you fix any relationship in 30 days or your money back. And that's not something that you hear out there in the coaching space. Is that correct, White Duff? You don't really hear about money back guarantees, right? Not usually. People don't. No, right? Because that's putting all the risk on me. I got to show up and deliver. So think about that person in your life, whether it be a sibling, whether it be your spouse, whether it be your kids, where the relationship has just gone cold. It doesn't have to be that way. And it doesn't have to continue that way. And so many times we just throw people away because we don't know how to resolve it. We don't know how to fix it. Well, that's because you're in it. You lost your objectivity. All it takes is a coach on the outside looking in and saying, hey, if you just turn the dial a little to the left, boom, totally, they're going to show up totally different because you're going to show up totally different. Like, and we don't realize our own power in our own communications. So I just want to put that out there, Startup Nation. Uh, if you want to fix any relationship in your life, family relationship uh, in the next 30 days, go to josephwarren.net, schedule a free clarity call with me or a warm-up call with me, and I'll just help you with that free of charge. I'm going to give you one session free of charge. You get to warm up and see if you like it or not, or if I'm a pain in your butt or not. 
Okay. And if you don't like it, Hey, if we part as friends, keep listening to the show. No harm, no foul. Okay. Let's get into, uh, the hustle round, the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. Uh, white dove, you'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Freedom to live my highest purpose. Yeah, girl. What's your least favorite thing? The, the internal struggle. Yeah. There's a lot of that. What are you most afraid of? Not being afraid. <laughs> okay. I had to think about that one. Uh, I believe we're all struggling with uh, something at any given moment of our lives. Um, what are you struggling with right now, either professionally or personally? I would say on a personal level, um, oh, I don't think of struggles. That's the hardest one. Joseph, you got me on that. Um, living living in, 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 in integrity inside of my relationships. Absolutely. Showing up the same way. Yeah, I got it. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business? Learning and not doing. Learning. <laughs> That's so funny. It's like, I know for me, I've spent, I thought learning was the business. <laughs> and it was really just me avoiding doing the freaking work. That's college. <laughs> That's college, exactly. What secret fear do you have about people? That they won't accept me and I want to be accepted. Yeah. Welcome to humanity. That's right. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? That the money is not the objective. Amen. What's a new habit you want to create? Showing up powerfully without fail and giving the message that I am called to give. And what's a bad habit you want to break? Being afraid to show up. Yeah. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Authentic, heartfelt, with integrity. Pick three words to describe who you are your first year in business. Aloof, disconnected, and oh, thought I knew it all. That's not one word, but... <laughs> yeah, know it all with hyphens. Yeah, that's right. And last question, uh, White Dove, if you could come back to life after you died, look your husband, your five kids in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about everything, what would you say to them? Be free to make mistakes as long as you're learning along the way. Be open to what those mistakes teach you. Got it. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first 100K this year? It is absolutely doable. Absolutely yeah. doable. Okay. And you have a gift from my listeners. They've waited for almost 35 minutes, girl, for your gift. Stop making them wait. What do you got for them? <laughs> I created a PDF that outlines digital products, so like a product suite. And I want them to see what is available inside of creating their digital product suite because there's plenty of opportunity for everyone to tell you what the next best thing is, a challenge, a membership, a course, mini course, how you do it, how you deliver it, all the good things, five days, seven days, 21 days, 30 days, 60 days, whatever. And I mapped out a little bit of a, a train for them to see ladder one, ladder two, ladder three, if you put these things together, if this is kind of your lifestyle at the moment. So I would love to give that to them and they can get that on my website 
at whitedove-gannon.com forward slash digital hyphen ladder. Digital hyphen ladder. Awesome. White Dove, thank you for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, girl. Thank you so much, Joseph. It's been my pleasure. Cheers. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to BrokenCatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.